continue without me. Hold on. You got it. Uh, it's like a dream come true. <laughs> Welcome to Deaf Dialogue. My name is Davi, joined as always by Beyonce's choreographer, Wes VA, and Jill Biden's massage therapist, Wyatt K. First things first, fuck Andrew Lester. Secondly, what is happening, man? I haven't seen you guys, and well, I haven't seen you, Kyle. Wes isn't here at the moment, but been a little bit. Been a while, man. Like four years, four or five years now. Wes just went no, running. Did. Wes literally in the I mean, fast as lightning across the screen just now. He's out of control. Uh, back, back on crack. We're we're cussing at someone and I don't know who they are. Here's Andrew Lester. The guy that shot that dude that was on his porch. Oh. The kid that w- went to the wrong house. Yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't him. know the what a piece of shit, hand. dude. Uh, yeah, anyway, we been traveling a bunch th- at the beginning of the year, and we're like, all right, we need to calm down on the trips, settle, and then last week, we both took off work, and we spent all week at Disney and Universal with a couple of our friends that drove down, Brittany, Mike, their girls, and then Tristan uh, flew down last at the end of last week, and man... Life still feels like it's fucking going 100 miles an hour. It's driving me crazy. So this week has finally been like back to work, settle in. Let's just relax a little bit. Uh, And then my supervisor quit. (laughs) I mean, we knew that was happening, but that was that happened this week. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Wes. Hey, thanks. It's good to be back. Uh, I was telling Kyle West, my supervisor left our company and uh, earlier this week, we knew it was coming like she she had put in her notice. But today we uh, spoke with our director and she was asking us about two people that she has that she wants to hire one of them. And so she was asking our team, you know, what kind of supervisor, what kind of person would we like to have uh, managing us as a department and both people were really similar like we were throwing her you know traits that we thought would be cool in a supervisor and she's like yeah both parties represent all of these traits and they manage very similarly with like minor differences and we kind of ran out of like questions to ask or things to bring up that like we would want to see in a uh, manager. So I'm curious from like your standpoint, if you had ran into that situation or maybe you have ran into that situation where you have multiple people that are really close, how do you decide who to bring in? I mean, literally they match on almost every topic that you're looking for. You're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. So I look for a couple of things, extreme ownership, if you haven't read the book by Jocko Willink, I suggest you do. I read it once a year at least. If they have that mentality towards like what's on their plate and the people that report to them, we're going to be just fine. And then two, culture fit. Like, Did they say things in the interview without prompt to give you feeling that they're going to be part of the team 
without even knowing what the team, you know what I mean? How, how it's built, how it's structured, how they, with the workflow, all that for, for me personally, like my boss right now is perfect for me because she gives me clear expectations, which I've almost never had outside the military. And then she lets me go like one of those, she calls it like one of those hunting dogs. You like rub the, rub the shirt on their nose, like go find a boy and then takes the leash off and I'm, I'm gone. And then when I get off, off the rails a little bit, she pulls me in. If I slow down, she pushes me. Um, but yeah, I like hands off, give me clear expectations and just let me go and get out the way. That's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's a different world for us, man. I don't think it's quite as intense as like what you're doing, but yeah, somebody, and we don't have a big team, you know, there's only three of us. So it's not like there's 50 of us or anything like that. Yeah. I think yeah, but somebody if, that isn't like you, too, I don't know. I, I struggle with somebody that's like, constantly over my shoulder and micromanaging everything like i'd much rather just you trust in me knowing that i'm going to show up every day do the work do the best i can and if i have any questions or if i run into any issues then i can go to you and you know you step in and have yeah. more experience or knowledge where i, I don't in my like hindsight the ones that have to micromanage aren't good at giving expectations up front or giving feedback in the middle of the process. They sometimes those are tough conversations and it's much easier to just sit and nitpick at individual actions instead of being like, okay, time out. You're doing something like what I have in mind and what you have in mind are totally different. So let's set the baseline. And I feel like this can go with any industry here's what i expect what do you need from me what can i knock down for you to get out your way what tools do you need what don't you have do you understand okay now go but if they can't do that or if they can't give feedback they have to constantly sit there and like make minor corrections which is fucking terrible what you just said is my boss to like a t and it's fantastic i'll go a week without talking to him because yeah we're just oiled yeah. machine that is just moving and nothing needs to be said and then when i have something i need it's like he's right there boom on it yeah. that's it that's perfect uh while we're on this subject um it, i'm officially hiring someone we're yeah. getting it, the, the job has been greenlit the job is not listed yet so that's exciting good job dude so what's up with that like what do you what's next uh i mean it literally just got greenlit by my like leadership uh, earlier this week. So it's with HR right now to the job listings with HR to get listed. It's just, we're waiting on one person to, I guess I need to talk to her or I'm waiting on her to reach out. <clears throat> I don't even know what she needs to discuss with me, but she has to talk to me before it gets listed. I don't know about what. Yeah. And so then we'll be listing it and I have no idea. I don't know how quick it's going to happen from here, but uh, I'm, I mean, I know if, if me, my experience getting hired with UVA is any indication, it might take a little while, but <laughs> my boss said he did not want it to take a little while. So Good. we'll see. What's your biggest apprehension 
towards being this person's leader? Well, I'm a selfish person and I feel like I, I'm, my apprehension is how, how much is it going to affect my freedom of moving throughout my day? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like how yeah. much is it going? How much time am I now going to have to spend? Like, I'm excited about that in a sense of being able to mentor and help, you know, mold a, a very uh, young designer and whatever, but yeah, I'm concerned about time, my time a little bit. That's really it. I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I, I think maybe once it really happens and the person's high, the, the hiring process scares me. Let's, I'll say that I'm looking over Why that. Is that. I'm just jumping past that. I just don't want to screw it up. I, I've never done it. So, yeah. but I, yeah. I I've that. been talking to people and asking like, and everyone's kind of like, you just have to do your, your best judgment and talk, you know, you, you, you don't know. You can't, you can't know until they're really there because they can be putting on a show or doing whatever to get in the door. So here's the best hiring advice I ever got. Hire who you think is right. Fire quickly. If they're not yeah. right, get, get them out. out. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that is crucial for, for UVA too, because the first year is like a probation period. So you can mm-hmm. do things quickly in that year. But once they're out of probation period, like it's tough they have to do some shit to get fired. Like you have to be consistently doing your job badly and probably even doing worse things to get fired. Constant write-ups to document, yeah. to cover your yeah. ass HR. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not right, man, get them out. You'll know, you'll know if they're right. I'm telling you, yeah. dude, hire based off looks. <laughs> that's that the seat gone well for me. <laughs> that's <laughs> remember that yeah. Kyle. You're welcome. That's exciting yeah. though. That's cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm I need to uh my team doesn't really know yet. There's a couple of people on my team that know, mm. but um so I don't know when they'll find out, maybe next week. Uh um, they all know. I don't think they do. You talk behind your back. Don't you feel yeah, like if maybe. someone on the team knows, the rest of the team knows? <laughs> yes. The uh is. unfortunately my team is kind of split down the middle, um, uh, for better or worse. And so I would say my half of the house probably all knows. Because one other person on my side of the house knows, and I would bet the other house side of the house has no clue. Okay. And they're going to be shocked. Or at least I'm worried they're going to be shocked. Hopefully they won't be shocked because they should know that I've been doing a good job and whatever, but I don't know. Oh, that's, that's a good question. I was listening to something on this today. So do you think, and it sounds like you got a good leader, but like being a good designer right doesn't mean you're going to be a good leader so are they prepping you in any way or is there a path set forth for you to get those skills because they're two completely different skills yeah i think i mean nothing like actively has been happening yet except for the fact that my boss is definitely in a mentor type of role with me unless like He's hands off when it comes to work, but if it, if I have any question with like how do I deal with this scenario or anything like that, like he is more than willing to talk me through that. And I've asked plenty of questions like that as I've been you know in the job because I've he's very smart and has a lot of experience. Um, and so I think that's already helping. And I, there are things that I will start doing as I go through this process of like I will now be in. I think there's some management 
training, but there's also like management meeting, like there's meetings mm. with the managers in advancement. I don't know how often where it's not a, it, he explained it to me where it's almost like you almost have a little bit of a homework and it's, it's a discussion and you talk about what's going on with your teams and how to deal with X, Y, or Z. And so I think as a, you're almost like a group of managers that are helping each other. So I think that'll be helpful. Um, and then I think just my relationship with him, I think I'll be able to ask him anything without worrying about what he's thinking because he's just willing to teach. Uh, and then my, one of my coworkers, that's also her manager is my manager. So we're kind of not level. She's slightly above me, but she's not my boss. Um, she hired a junior designer two years ago. And so I think I'll be able to lean on her a lot through this process of like, especially the hiring process and stuff like that, where she's freshly gone through it. And it was the first time she had done it. So asking those questions of like, what would you do differently and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So, um, I think I have the people around me to help usher me through that process. I have throughout. Yeah. The, the leadership thing is like, I sometimes wonder if I'm a leader or if I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I've never been. I think I am a leader, but I am like very uh, afraid to admit it or, and there's moments when I'm, maybe I'm not and I'm following, but I don't know. I've just never been in a position where like, I look at my, or even maybe because of what, how my sister went through college and did ROTC and was in the military still is. It's those types of things where I'm like in my brain, that's where leadership comes from is going through those drills, those experiences. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. So maybe that's why I question it. And so I'll even ask her sometimes like, well, (laughs) yeah, that's a leader. Yeah. Not wrong. I think too, like, um, I feel like we've even talked about this on the show before of like when you're in a circle of friends and who's the person that steps up to direct, to lead the, the, the chaos. And I don't know if my friends would agree, but I feel like when we're in a group, I'm like, we're doing this. Like, I hate just sitting us sitting there. Like we're just like fucking lollygagging like no let's do this let's make a plan and fucking do it or like even the silly things like when we were used to play disc golf the day after thanksgiving like i was always the one corralling everyone for that and whether they showed up or not like that's not necessarily a leader but like doing those things over time i don't know you you're also the voice of reason even i mean just even on the show you're like west don't say gay and i'm like okay sorry <laughs> But that's important to be able to to be able to do that. I think you're gonna be fine, man. Uh, I'm excited. Um, yeah, should be cool. So, what is something that you? Hold on, <laughs> Kyle. Kind of, I feel like may have already said this, but what is something that's been on your mind lately that you haven't had a chance to talk about? Are you? Was that to me or both of us? Or open um, floor, man. <laughs> Whoever wants it. Have you had anything that's just been like pending and boiling on your on your mind? Yeah, for I sure. Did. I'll tell you after the show if you want when it's not recording, or we can cut it from the recording. <laughs> yeah, I probably have stuff like that that I don't want on the recording. Um, I mean, definitely the what we just talked about. I've been anxious, waiting to see if that was actually going to happen, and now it is, and so now I'm excited. I just, I I think one thing that's led to me hiring someone and the other thing my team doesn't know but i'm sure they're not listening to this podcast is the promotion that's coming 
too, is uh, that I've been working on this email thing, building, I taught myself a new language to write emails and I'm now sp- spreading that knowledge and built emails for a department with an advancement. And now all of advancement is hearing about it and they're wanting it. And so now I'm like about to be teaching everyone in advancement that does emails how to do them this new way that I just decided I needed to teach myself when during a project. Are you, are you talking about outreach or scripts or no, let, let's it's um it's code development. Like it's so the traditional way to do it would be to write HTML like you're gonna write a website, but there's this um so it's essentially the same process as writing HTML, just different language. It's a markup language that then communicates and creates an HTML file. So it's MJML. So it's web, you know, it's development. It's, what do you need that for? Because I write emails all day and I don't use any code. So I should back up and say design emails. Not I, When I say write emails, I mean write the code. So when you get that marketing email that is act, is designed and not just, you know, an email from me to you and just text, yeah. um, there's, it's very complicated and a lot going on there because there's so, you know, the cool thing with the internet these days is that Almost every web browser is basically Chrome. They're all Chrome now, except for like one or two. And so to code for them is it's all HTML5. It's all the same thing. You might have small differences with one or two of them, but you look at email and there's like 30, 40, 50 different email providers. Outlook's a bitch. Chrome can be, a, or Gmail can be a bitch. Like all of them take different things. So I kept running into issues while trying to develop these emails for a group. And, um, and so then I found out about MJML, which is cleaner, simpler, different language that you write in that then you export to HTML because it has all this stuff built in. So it's more accessible for, um, you know, blind people using the computer. It's, anything like those types of things it does really well and i never run into errors anymore and before i was constantly fixing bugs and now i don't fix bugs at all anymore um and this is to reach out to alumni or people that are gonna uh donate or like yeah all yeah okay all of it so the email i do one email a month that's all i do and it goes to you just um, get like a database i actually don't even deal with the list yeah we have a crm and all that I've dealt with the list once or twice and I've done it in the past other jobs, but here they just have me design the email and then I hand it off to someone that sends it. But ours goes to a wide array of donors, alumni, that type of thing, telling stories of philanthropy, but across advancement, there's internal facing emails. There's the engagement stuff that goes to prospective students and parents and alumni. And they send, I think he said they sent 15,000 emails last year or something crazy like that. Like they just send every day. And so that's the first group that I, I, where I was going with this and what's been on my mind is that I did the first training session with them yesterday. I led the training talking about leadership skills. I had to go through that and that's key and big and that type of stuff. But my gosh, afterwards, my, I had to just sit like my mental, that was months leading up to one moment and the mental exhaustion and stress that I like didn't even really admit to myself until after it was over with was like huge. Like for a couple yeah. hours that afternoon, I was just like a zombie. That's how my boss is. Yeah. Yeah. 
that shit gets me fired up. I'm, I don't, oh, I, I loved love it. How I loved different. it. But like, yeah, I just didn't realize how much of a toll it was taking on me until it was done. But I think the other point of that conversation was that I think that's been huge for me getting a promotion because now I've made something pivotal for the whole department. And then after you get done with that, then go back and teach them how to use ChatGPT to write code for emails. So you get like a series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I used ChatGPT for the training. I I asked it a couple things so that way I didn't have to let's just say some of the stuff I wasn't fully prepared for and the night before I was like I really should have a paragraph for this and I really should have a a bulleted list for this just to, to be under my agenda of just things I want them to know about MJML. So I was like fuck it, I'm just going to ask ChatGPT to write it for me. And I changed I edited it a tiny bit but not much and just threw it on my and I didn't have a presentation. I just put up the code editor and I just had a file that was my agenda with some stuff in it because it's just yeah. text. And so I could just jump back and forth. And yeah, I wouldn't, I would never tell my boss that. But I mean, why, why not? not? Yeah. I should tell him. I don't know. It makes my job so much easier. So yeah, yeah. like getting th- th- those types of things before would take me way too long because I would overthink it so much. And now I can just do that and get a base and then change it a little and not overthink it. Yeah. We've been playing with it quite a bit trying to figure out. I mean, outside of normal work- workflow, um, I was checking out outlook. Uh, oh, fuck. What is it called? I can't remember, but outlook has its own. Um, outlook 365 has its own like AI plugin. Oh, really? That's supposed to be beast. So I brought hmm. it up to my company and be like, Hey, we're going to check this shit out. And if so, can I be the guinea pig? Yeah. Yeah. I think there's even a Slack channel that you can just ask questions to inside of Slack. I don't know if you ever use Slack, but Mm -hmm. inside of Slack and it'll just work kind of the same way as chat GPT. It might even just be chat GPT built into Slack. I don't know. I haven't explored that. I have, I have chat GPT plugged in on my Chrome now. Yeah. It's that's fun. Yeah. You should check that out. Christ. Have you guys been playing with any of the new shit like Mid Journey and Man, I uh, looked at there oh, was one some I good found, shit. I think it was Mid Journey where like you can put in the text to create the photo. Yeah. Like that. But is that it, one it's free? Like super descriptive. There well, there's a free side and then there's a okay, open well. open AI's version of the like visual whatever, like to make an image is you have to pay for credits and then you use a credit every time. So I haven't done it yet. Is that Dolly? I wanted to. Yeah, Dolly. Yeah. So I've used that a couple of times because you get, I don't know, like 45 free or whatever. Okay. And so I'd put like pictures of the family and be like, give me versions of this and this style. And then I'd send it to my family and creep them out because it's so <laughs> weird because they put people in the, they don't put people in, they create people, which is fucking weirder to take place of the people in your picture. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's strange. I love it. Um, you asked us what we were thinking about, but just something I haven't been able to bring up since we've been, haven't met in a while is that I'm like fully obsessed with audible now. And yeah. And I'm like, I hadn't read books since Luna was born. And then Jake was like, I was traveling a couple weeks ago. 
And Jake was like, you should download an audiobook. Like your your drive will go like that. Mm-hmm. And I did it for that. And it did it. Like I was just completely <laughs> absorbed with the book and my drive was just over with. But since then I, you know, you get one credit a month, at least with what I pay for. And so now I'm like, every chance I get, I'm plugging my headphones in and listening to my book. And like, I don't know. I love it. It's great. So when you brought up that, um, I have a credit to use and hiring this job, you brought up that book. I immediately pulled it up and put it in my list of things to consider getting. Oh man. The audio version of that book is fucking intense. It's good. You'll like it. Yeah. The, The second one they wrote together is called the dichotomy of leadership, which is like, um, being empathetic, but not sympathetic, right? The dichotomy between the two and how to get shit done. And they just go through a bunch of different dichotomies, like being the guy to turn to, but also being able to hold the line, being someone that everyone, you know, hmm. looks at as a leader and they like, but also like, no shit. Like I got standards. Like it's, is they're both really, really that good. would interest me because I find myself in that, that exact conundrum Yeah, not everybody does. with, I mean, I probably do at work, but the time I can just always feel that is with Luna. Like if Luna breaks something and she's like been so obsessed with it and so happy about it and so excited playing with it and then it's broken, I'm like, I struggle to how like I get end up getting too sympathetic and really I just need to have empathy for her and keep things moving. Yeah. And hmm. you're like, yeah, man, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because no, that, what the good. problem with me in that situation is that I remember when I was a kid and I'd break something and I'm like, fuck, that sucks. And so I, it takes me like way too long to get back to get out of that. That sucks. And helping her move on. <laughs> yeah. Which is the more important skill. But yeah. As parents, yeah. we want to, yeah, I'm totally, yeah. totally with you. Yeah. But think about it, man, like you, I don't know, from my perspective, it's like you paid money for whatever she just broke. I'm not even now, thinking about the money broken. in that situation, honestly. What, what about like when you do it? What if like you break something that you paid? What if, what if you like currently took, took at my age or your yes. RC cars and like the, you wrecked one? You're like, fuck. Sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's like, fuck, I can't play with that now. It just depends. If I break it, I'm like, what a piece of shit. <laughs> Toy was yeah, weak. Can't, can't believe I <laughs> bought that. That's how I felt with uh, that pool and the little RC boat when we were at, <laughs> at Momo and Bubbles. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I was so bummed. Like, it wasn't mine. You know what I mean? But I was like, fuck, man, that didn't last but a second and now like we live on water like all over the place i've thought multiple times i'm like damn i wish we had that rc boat that'd be fun should build i don't one. know what ha- i don't know what happened to the boat yeah you built mm-hmm. i built something new since oh look at that fucking ford ranger it's the the most capable thing i've built so far you're advancing for sure what about you dave what's on your mind hey you haven't been able to get off your chest I guess the one thing that's been on my mind most would be my manager leaving because she, I have a feeling that she did a lot behind the scenes that we didn't know about. Yeah. And she was my style of manager. Like she just, the way she explained things, like, like really, I could comprehend it really well, but it's just change, right? It's just change. So. Did they consider looking internally to promote or they just 
always go outside or what was the uh, process there? I don't, I don't know what the process was with that, man. I, I didn't see any of that side of it or ask them. Like, I don't know if it was like a rush type of deal. Like they're trying to bring somebody in immediately to fill the position. So I don't know if they did try to, I don't know who they would reach out to internally because our department is so small, you know, yeah. and I, they're not going to bring somebody green in to be the supervisor of our department. They at so least where, need to have some kind of experience. Where did that person go and why did, did they go? They went to a, uh, another company. It, it's a newer company. And from what I understand is that she has the opportunity to like fully grow with them where like our company is a little bit more established. So maybe her opportunity to advance in the uh, company is more challenging. And it kind of sounds like the company that she went to, they like within a year want to make her like the director of elections or accounting or whatever. And then compensation. More money. I'm sure it was higher. It's not like we, I work for a bad company. Like we, our company is awesome. We're, it's the trucking business, man. Like we're, we have grown more in two years than they did in like the first 18. Like they, wow. it's ridiculous. We, we had a meeting um, a couple weeks ago with one of the owners. It was like a small group of us. And he was showing us like this graph about their growth from when they started to like, 2018 and then it's like went straight up since uh i, I want to say it was 2018 and they went ahead and bought they're looking to buy like other companies and um really add more trucks yeah and then they're opening um more positions in different um like they're gonna have a place in at the savannah or in charleston and they're trying to work up to norfolk and like or other places so they want to add like a bunch of trucks and like he he kind of has like your mind state and where he's just like if i'm gonna do it like we're gonna be like number one number three is not good enough yeah he really gets after it it just depends on what metric he is and we get in those heady debates in our company as well it's like his size number one is level of service number one is most profitability yeah. you know what i mean like yeah what is it that you want to use for that metric stuff i'm sure he yeah i'm sure he's reviewing all of that and debating which way he wants to go but i don't know just long for the ride in my position yeah i mean I, we just saw uh us express get bought by swift and night that's uh they are now one of the big boys up there with jb hunt it's uh it's a fun space i mean everybody's really really competitive but we all have margins that are you know what i mean Trucking, we, margins coming. are tough yeah <laughs> you see um i know it's same but different actually probably way different but uh fedex ground and express are merging yeah isn't that well, wild they were merged right back in the day and then they split so why are they going back when when so fedex express has always has been the company and then fed so fedex i'm just going to say fedex fedex bought rps 
back in 97. It doesn't matter, 90s. And that became ground. And instead of merging it then, they didn't merge it back then because the company would have grown to the size where they could have, the employees could have gone union and that scared the shit out of FedEx. So they kept them two separate companies. So that way to protect themselves against having a union, much like UPS. And I don't know why they're not worried about it now. I don't know. But ground is just like turned into another express in a sense. Like they're yeah. they're competing with each other now. So it makes sense to merge. It's just now it's like, what do you what do you are you getting rid of pe- people or are you just gonna have oh, one big co- like that. that's a lot of drivers, a lot of employees of like how much redundancy is gonna happen when you merge that. And my dad's retired, so he's not worried about it. But my brother has worked for FedEx for I don't know how long, these 20 plus years. And I have a cousin also 20 plus years. So they're like both like, what is going to happen? And they haven't found anything out yet because it doesn't actually nothing's like changing until next year. So I could see where they would just take, you know, not really drivers because you need as fucking as many drivers as you can. But the office employees be like, okay. The These two, and management they were doing the fucked. same job, but yep. now I can just take half of this person's workload and put it onto this person's plate. Or I can take this team because they perform better at it, and that team can yeah. I could, out. Yeah, I could tell. I, I bet drivers have nothing to worry about, but yeah, office might. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking too. Is like you're gonna need the couriers. Yeah. Like you, you think you're not reducing the number of packages. Like, sure, you might be able to take half of what's on that express truck and put it in a ground truck, but you're not going to be able to take that entire express truck and put it in a ground truck. Like there's too much shit to be delivered. Like it's just not going to happen. So I'm sure some couriers will be gone, but don't think it's going to be like a mass firing. I just, especially if you've been there 20 years and you're, you know what I mean? You're one of the reliable people. Yeah. I doubt it. Um, Talking about bosses leaving my fear or at least when I have a good boss, I mean, there's a number of things to fear when a, a good boss leaves. But I think a, another good trait of a good leader and boss is that they protect you. Like mm-hmm. that, you feel like they're 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 they are your protector. And I've had bosses leave, and I'm like, shit. Like my barrier to everything else is gone. Like, what do I do now? Yeah, you're gonna like that book, Kyle. Yeah, I, I have a credit to use. I have to. <laughs> I need to finish my book, though. I'm in the middle of a, uh, a it's just a science fiction book, but I'm okay. like enthralled by it and want to listen to it 24 seven. What is it? <laughs> um, so Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, which you may have seen that movie mm-hmm. with Matt Damon. This is his third book. So uh, it was Martian, Artemis, and I read both of those and I bought Hail Mary, which is this book and never read it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to listen to it. Yeah. And and the guy, the voice actor is awesome. He does so many different voices and it's just, it's really good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I haven't, I can't say I've read a ton of science fiction, but I love reading it when I do. So, and I think that's the, the, the fun thing to find is I'm sure there's plenty of books out there with good voice actors, but like when you get lucky and you get a, like a really good one, it's like, oh, this just made this 10 times better. Way better. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, Read the things they carried in high school. Was that out when you were in high school? I don't know. What was it? Vietnam book. The things they carried? No, I don't think so. So it's a collection of like short stories or essays, whatever, of a guy that was in Vietnam who I think may have become a journalist. 
um, I think. But it's literally the things they carried, the back, what was in their packs and all that. But it's also all the mental things, you know, the things they were carrying with them. Um, really, really, really good book. Um, and I've read it multiple times, but also the Audible book on is narrated by Brian Cranston. And so it's just, it's awesome having him do cool. the narration. Yeah. Um, so that's one to check out. Uh, that okay. one I had actually listened to a while back and then listened to again uh, recently. But Okay. Uh, well, completely off topic. We were driving home uh, one night from one of the parks it was late and we come up on these cop cars in the left lane and i'm slowly approaching i don't know if it was like a traffic stop or an accident or whatever slowly approaching they're letting me pass and i look over and there's an alligator crossing the road <laughs> finally saw one <laughs> jesus and then you saw another one because you put one on your, or was that the same one? Nope, that was a also a different one. I mean, I've seen okay. one. I'm just saying, like I've seen one cross the road now. Like it's oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. And, yeah. And then I saw that one. So like I uh, went on a bike ride two days ago. I just went in our neighborhood and I went all the way to the other side of the neighborhood. They have this little pond, man-made pond, uh, and yeah alligator just chilling on the bank i saw a crocodile yesterday but it awesome. was at the zoo we took the girls to the zoo oh, nice. in norfolk yeah <laughs> how far is it to norfolk hour about an hour yeah it's no uh henry dorley zoo if you ever get the chance in omaha that's like the best fucking zoo ever but norfolk it was all right it's so random that the <laughs> like a that good of a zoo would be there i yeah i agree well you see yeah. All the time, you get like sure. discounted family prices for military. It was awesome. Yeah, we went to. I've been off all week, so we went to Outer Banks a couple of times this week. It's been awesome, awesome week. Nice. Yeah, I need to buy my plane ticket to see Dave. Yeah, Dang, you better hurry. And then, other than that, the only other thing now, Kelsey is talking about that we might go to maine this at the end of the summer i'm like that would be i guess that'd be cool see if we actually plan it and do it but is there like to go see someone or just to go to maine we've never been up north yeah pretty and her i heard i heard heard what i heard maine's cool maine's cool what what i would imagine it's cool her best friend lives up in albany so she can drive up and meet us there. So, New York, New York, the capital of New York. What? <laughs> his video is this video shitty for you too? Well, it's not shitty. It's frozen, and then his <laughs> audio comes in, and it like three peats, and it's yeah. awesome. I don't know why. Don't the know. audio sounds fine for me, but the the video is nowhere near your audio. <laughs> I haven't seen your mouth move the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> normally I, I i can see it on my side and i haven't noticed one time audio is fine you don't need to see my face anyway man so we haven't uh dave i don't know if you have any other topics but i can keep talking because i feel like i've been talking this whole damn episode but um <laughs> we haven't spoke since i 
I don't even know if I really talked about it, but I had a a bike race, although I didn't really race, but a bike ride that I was teammates with Logan with a few weeks ago. Um and it was like it was only 35 miles. Like the the pros were doing like 110 miles, like nonsense. Um and it went great. The first 15 miles, he and I were just crushing it. Just I felt like like I was not prepared and I'm like, damn, I feel good. Like, this is awesome. We're cruising and we were pushing it. And I was like, this is good. And then maybe mile like 28 hit a fucking wall and cramped nonstop for seven miles to the finish. (laughs) One time I got off my bike and literally could not move. I was frozen with two cramps on both legs. It was miserable. That sucks. Um, still fun and but the other crazy thing that weekend was that there were like 40 to 60 mile per hour wind gusts while we were doing our ride and i don't know if you've ever ridden a bike in wind but it's not easy Um, but we got back to the campground and my tent was flipped over on top of logan's tent and um yeah so we did not stay a second night we were like fuck this wind and got out of there (laughs) ah Which I was pretty bummed about because, like, I'm almost more looking forward to the weekend of hanging out than I am the bike ride. Like, that's yeah, that's where all the fun around is. the campsite and stuff. Yeah. So. It was still fun, just not what I was hoping for. Kyle, um, when you fly down, we're also going to celebrate your birthday that weekend. What is, does that mean? I'm getting drunk or what? Uh, to <laughs> each their own. I mean, you could get drunk all you want, man. I don't care. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I need to look into this company <laughs> that flies direct from Charlottesville to Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, dude, we got um, it's called Easy Easy Pass or something like that, so we don't have to pay for the to- well, we have to pay for the to- the tolls, but you know the little bar that goes on your windshield, yeah, you just pay by plate basically. But the um airport has that for the parking, so you can just roll up. You don't even need a ticket. Just roll up, and it scans sends a signal or something to um you know your easy pay and you just roll right through it's awesome i got another topic real quick before you start that topic uh i've been playing a shit ton of rocket league with jake and dave i really want you you to get in on it because i think you'd be good at rocket league i fucking love rocket league i didn't think you played it that much though do you play it i love it dude it's a good drunk game Well, I need to get you in on some games with us then. Yes. You can. Yeah. Sorry. This is a pretty easy topic, guys. And you've kind of talked about it this episode, mostly Kyle. But in what ways have you grown in the past weeks, past couple of weeks? Wes? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we've been... Um... I've just been reflecting on like what does success look like and like what do I really want and is this really something I can continue for the next 30 years or however long I have to retire and then like spending this week with with the girls I mean it's been awesome and then you know taking Chris to go see the recruiter and talk about his future and just like understand that my time with him is limited 
And then of course that means the other two will be limited. So I'm just spending a lot of time in my head about those things. And I've just been super grateful lately, trying to be in the moment as much as possible. I haven't looked at my phone hardly ever. I'd like to find a way to make that something permanent. That'd be awesome. That sounds super nice. Yeah. yeah. It's good to hear. Because, man, you just like one track minded. Well, it just sucks that I got to take time off to accomplish that. And that's something I want to change. I don't know yeah. how to do that yet. But. We, uh, I, I mean, I've talked on plenty of ways I've grown in the past weeks or months or year or whatever, but one fun thing that's happened the past couple of weeks uh, is I, t- I tore up a bunch of, we have a bunch of Eng- English Ivy in our, in our yard. And there's been this area where I thought would be an awesome little area for Luna to make a fairy garden and for me to have some fun with my stupid little trucks and for just to, us to hang out and dig in the dirt and like play outside more than we do because we're, inside a lot and so on easter sunday we were just sitting outside near a fire pit which is right near where i was thinking about doing this and we were just sitting there just like screw it i'm just gonna start tearing this shit up and so i just like made a whole area for us to just start building and playing and literally every day luna's been asking to go out there since and i know what that was two weeks ago or however long it was three weeks ago um I don't know if that's me growing. It's not, but I just think it's been fun and I'm glad to see her. <laughs> not that she doesn't like going outside. It's just, I'm glad to see her outside more and like getting her hands dirty and like not being afraid to get to play in dirt and mud and stuff like that. Like it's, I remember doing that stuff when I was a kid and I don't want her to not do that stuff. So yeah. My child caught two fish this week without a fishing pole. <laughs> i wouldn't say yeah. caught so like the first <laughs> on what was it like tuesday when we went um there was a couple like tide pools they were just pools on the beach where the yep. water had come up and there was a fish in one of them she got a bucket and caught it and took it back to the ocean which like in her <laughs> mind she was like i just rescued a life and it was the biggest deal to her <laughs> and then this morning like me and jackie we're on the beach, we're opening the chairs and putting the towels out. And she's like, Dad, what's this? And it's this big ass fucking fish. <laughs> and she like just tosses it at us. <laughs> and she's like, It's pretty scaly or prickly or something. I can't remember what she said. And I was like, Why? I was like, If you don't know what it is, why are you touching it? I was like, Two, can you not clearly see that that is a dead fish? <laughs> so I had to go. That's funny. We. Th- I threw a couple of dead crabs out in the ocean and they just kept washing back. So in my mind, I was like, I can't throw this dead fish out there. It's just going to keep washing back. So I took it out on the beach and I buried it. Yeah. It's been, it's been fun, man. We saw like fucking 20 dolphins today on the beach. It was rad. Where, when you go, when you drive to Outer Banks, what town or where were you hitting the beach at? Uh, we hit a Kitty Hawk. There's this public access that we like. That we, we actually used when we were down here on vacation, but yeah, it's perfect. It's got private parking and bathroom and yeah, it's great. Nice. I haven't been to Outer Banks in a few years. Miss it. Need to go. It's a good time. Uh, Saturday, going to the Orlando versus DC United game. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Uh, DC has been shit. What's Orlando been like? 
Yeah, about the same. Okay, cool. Maybe slightly better. Orlando. You're probably better going, better off going to the the what your Orlando's women's team aren't they pretty good? Or they have been in the past? Uh, yeah, they. I mean, they're they have a pretty good roster. They're a young yeah. roster, but they have some veterans on there as well. But uh, man, they. I was watching uh, their score last night. And they were up one nil, and then in like the extra time, the other team scored. And next thing I know, the game was over. Yeah. What day, what day is our 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 concert again? It's the eighteenth. It's a 17th? Sunday. The I want to say the twenty third. Twenty third. That's it, what it is. It might. It is. Yeah, because the eighteenth I think is the Charlotte. Yeah, that's right. And so um i saw today that Wrexham is playing chelsea in durham or in chapel hill on the 19th and i'm like oh wanting to go to it but kelsey would kill me if i drove down to that and drove back and then flew to you (laughs) just do it man yolo (laughs) take her with you Uh, yeah take her i mean yeah maybe that's a could just take two days off or something i I might as well just take the whole fucking week off and yeah yeah that's right I got it's gonna be hot as shit here, so make sure you're hydrated. But uh man, I'm I'm like talking L'Oreal, scoping things out, trying to get everything ready. I hope she's still not gonna be around. Mm-mm. She'll be uh in I forget where. She'll be at a bachelorette party for the gotcha. weekend. You and me and the dogs. Cool. So it's grown in. This is something else that's happened since uh, we haven't seen each other. I I got a hard part for the first time ever. Oh shit! Oh, shit. Oh, it's, now it's grown out already. But now I feel like I'm never going to be able to not do it again. It looked like it just worked so well and looks so good. I yeah. used to be the same way until someone gave me a real fucked up hard part. Oh really? And, and they made it like an inch wide. Oh it shit! Like, <laughs> it's like why? why would you do that it doesn't that wouldn't look good on any human yeah and of course you can't do shit about that you either wait it out or shave your head i had to wait it out and just get clowned i was working in dc at the time so a lot of black <laughs> people were making fun of me and that hurts my self-esteem yeah the worst. yeah this guy asked like i've always wanted to do it but i've been like should i i don't know would it look good i have no idea and this guy was like you want to do a hard part and I, I was, and since he said it, and I was like, "Yes, let's do it," and it worked out. So I just—that's what I needed was someone to say, "I think this will look good. You should do it." Yeah. They ask me all the time, and I'm like, "No, no, <laughs> never, never do it again." <laughs> well, if I just keep going to this guy, I <laughs> yeah, think I can trust guy, him. To, be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this we, guy, oh, um, sorry, just random tidbit about my barber is he uh, uh, cuts Howie Long's hair. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. What hair is so, left from? Yeah, from I don't know. Or maybe it was back in the day. I don't know how much hair Howie Long has these days. I don't know. But same he did right? used to cut his hair. Maybe he still does. I haven't watched football in so long. I don't know what Howie Long looks like. He still days. has a full looks head. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's the, the perfect flat block. Top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. guy does that. Yes, because Howie Long <laughs> lives in Charlottesville. <laughs> okay, he I didn't know that. His whole family's from here. His son went to UVA and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Did not know that. I've never seen him though. You'd think, you know, you're here long enough, you'd eventually see him somewhere, but no, I've never seen him. I've seen him once, but it wasn't in this country. <laughs> randomly. 
<laughs> was it like a VSO or yeah, what is it, was that in, thing it was in Cutter. What is that service that organization called? Uh, USO. USO. Why did I say they were VSO? out there for you know they always do like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something they come out. Yeah, I think it was one of those. I walked into like where we all go get drinks, and it was like him, Terry Bradshaw, uh, Kurt Menifee. And I want to say Jay Glazer. I don't think Strahan was there. But yeah, we're just like, we just came off like a 20-hour flight. We're like, is that the fucking guys from the TV? And they're like, yeah, don't go over there and talk to them. And they had like people guarding them. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. I don't give a shit. Oh, shit. On another uh, fun note, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about like, what would we do if we were middle-aged and lost our jobs? My dad lost his job again (laughs) yeah i didn't he he was so nonchalant about telling me man he was just like he hit me up and he's always like hey how's it going i'm like good what's up with you and he's like oh yeah i lost my job fuck dude (laughs) yeah so i guess like the company is like not doing too hot so they his like whole position got terminated it wasn't like he was doing something wrong, but the position is gone. Damn. So now he's going to be working from home, uh, doing some like security surveillance, security surveillance. Something. Peeping Tom, I think that's what they call it. Kind of what it sounds like. <laughs> it is kind of what it sounds like. He's like, they're going to come to my house and set up the cameras and computers and shit. <laughs> it's called OnlyFans or something. I can't remember. <laughs> and he bought a fucking house. When, oh, when, fuck, when i dude. when i met him uh well he was at a wedding in uh, new orleans he was like yeah i bought this uh house it was built in like 1927 or some shit in woodstock and i was like oh like that's cool and he's gonna like fix it up himself and then list it on airbnb and like oh so it's investment property it's not his primary no no he he's living in like are you telling me with his girlfriend so if shit goes bad he can sell it and he'll be fine <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah thanks for the inside scoop <laughs> finding out as it goes like well that's all i had all right it's a good game good game guys uh let's do, let's do it next week yeah same time different week <laughs> I'll be on time this time. <laughs> being, being I was at the grocery store when you sent that first text. Not even kidding. <laughs> I mean, I was Cows leaving like, the grocery store. I was getting in the car and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I have I not been checking my phone. Like I like opened my laptop in my bed and it was like, Dave at 830. Are you guys good for tonight? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Ran downstairs. I went on another bike ride today. And like as soon as we got off work, six o'clock, left, went on a bike ride, come back, made dinner. I'm like looking at the clock. I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. Like I may not be able to eat dinner with you, love. I'm like sitting there trying to fucking cook everything, and uh, it was like eight twenty four, and I'm sitting there trying to like eat the last little bit of pork chops and shit. I grab a couple beers. And we don't I'm, even show up. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta get up there, love. You know. <laughs> I get up here and I'm like getting the lights turned on and shit, getting the computer turned on. And 
I look at the clock and it's like 829. I'm like, whew, made it just in time. And I opened the Zoom and Zoom's like, one's on. need to download Zoom. And I'm like, oh, damn, like they're going to, I'm going to be late. <laughs> like, it, it, you know, it does its little update. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. Look back into the room and it's like 830. No, it's waiting on host. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right, all right. Tom's got a kid. He probably got something going on. Right. And then I was like, right, I'm going to send a feeler out there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Luna no, it was a, uh, was I, I put time. Luna to sleep at eight o'clock and then immediately ran to the grocery store because I needed like multiple things for her lunch tomorrow for school. So it was like just a quick Good trip. Man. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. Anyway. All right. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. See you guys next week. Yeah, I can't lose this Bye. Bye. Bye.